0: What up guys, I'm Poe, and this is my bro JT, and welcome to Crooked Paths. I would say probably our best attempt at putting together anything that could ever resemble a podcast. <laughs> for sure. We wanna thank you guys for being a part of this journey with us. We hope that this space can provide you with a little bit of encouragement. And if you're able to connect the dots between our scattered thoughts, perhaps even find a little bit of inspiration. Yeah, for sure. We want to thank Kyle Brown and KEB Corporation for all their support in this and providing us the opportunity and the platform. They're on all social media outlets, like, follow, subscribe, uh, share, whatever you need to do, uh, keep you informed with KEB Corporation and everything they have going on. That's right. We're going to talk a lot about our life, what we're learning about our lives and how we're trying to operate as human beings moving forward. One thing that's for sure is it's never going to be a straight line. No, sir. It's always crooked. It's always crooked. Oh, man. It's good to be back. It is, man. What's up? It's been a little bit since we got a chance to do it. In fact, it's funny. I think we should even share with everybody. We had filmed the entire first season. Yeah. And uh, then when it came to the editing part, uh, realized that the audio wasn't the best quality. And uh, that was, I mean, I, I didn't select the right mic. Yeah, but still, it it is what it is. We were learning with the process and everything like that. It was a um, fun learning experience for sure. You know, it it was funny because at first I think I was really frustrated about it Mm. uh, because it's like, man, we had just put in all that time and energy and effort to get it done. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like, immediately I started to think, but, like, okay, but you've already gone through it now. So, like... Perhaps this time around, it's just even, gonna be even better, or maybe not even better, maybe better is the wrong word, but just. You feel more comfortable, more. More like comfortable in, in the setting, yeah, more confident yeah, yeah. in the setting. And, and not that I'm confident because what I'm saying has merit or anything like that, but it's just in the sense that well, I feel comfortable in the space. Right, and so I mean, that breeds confidence. With some comfortability, I feel comfortable setting up all the equipment now. Yeah, that is how nice. many times we have set it up and broke it That's down. Nice. Like I feel and, and like recording and saving it the right way and all. Those yeah, things. yeah, right mic. I can uh, do that now. Yeah, so <laughs> you know we learned that lesson the hard way, but I'm pretty sure from now on we will make sure that the right mic microphone is selected. Hopefully, it seems like something that I would implement in my life. That be yeah, I, I'm hoping <laughs> for that as well. I think that I would peripherally benefit from that for sure. Um, but you know, we've talked this this entire season is is about. Ownership and personal Mm. ownership and how what we've learned in our lives, we want to take personal ownership of our lives so that we can continue to grow and be the type of human beings that we desire to be as individuals. Um, And, you know, with with taking ownership of your life, we've talked about how we're having to confront our hypocrisy every single day and how that first uh, step to taking ownership of your life is really getting that mindset in the right, we are focused in the right place, mm-hmm. and, and having this growth mindset, this positive mindset, and uh, so it's only fitting, you know, from my perspective, that the next thing we talk about is what I think is the fuel for the mindset and for the action, and that's gratitude. Well, right. I mean, we talked a little bit, I think, about lenses. Yes. And it's like this is the lens, like the specific lens you choose to look through for your uh, your positive mindset, like the gratitude. Lens. The the bottom line is gratitude, like nothing with growth or anything like that will come in a sustainable way if you don't have that foundational gratitude and start there. Yeah, and you said the word. That I mean that's for me it's foundational. Gratitude has become foundational in my pursuit of personal ownership because what gratitude does for me is it's that reset. Mm-hmm. When things start to get out of hand, when I start to lose lose my vision, lose my focus on what I'm trying to do and life just comes at me, gratitude says, "Hey, Battles have been won. It reminds Mm -hmm. me, like I'm trying to get baseline grateful for breath. Mm -hmm. If I can be baseline grateful for breath, then everything else is cake, in my opinion. It's like 30 years in, right? And where you can really find the gratitude is the fact that like when you start to get anxious, like man, you've made it 30 years. Like you've made it to this point through much worse things than what you're currently experiencing at the moment. And I mean... You're still here. You're still breathing. You're still here. You're still breathing. And like that's where you find yourself being thankful. And if you can be thankful and I like how you said that cuz like we I, we talked a little bit about like fundamental things to have in your life and that changes how your day is going to go like food, shelter and water. But you said like the whole idea of like gratitude and damn, I just lost my mind. Damn, I was about to make a really good Yeah, you point. were talking about breath. Uh, yeah. Like, well, that was the key. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was about breath and keeping it Like as one of the four, like, like those three essential ones, like adding it is like, if you can be thankful for breath, then word up, like you're here.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all right, cool. I I said, said, everything else is cake. Everything
0: else is cake from there. But then what, what, what that has allowed me to do is because if I I had to simplify gratitude, I had to simplify, I have to simplify everything in my life. Mm -hmm. If I, I will overthink and overanalyze and not move. Paralysis by analysis. Yeah. You love saying that. But, but. It's been a real thing that I've experienced in my life. And so if I could simplify gratitude where it all started, like on the days where I was feeling the most depressed, on the days where I was having the most anxiety, on the days where I felt like, man, I don't think I can go forward anymore. Mm -hmm. I would just say, man, I'm still here breathing. Mm -hmm. And for me, simplifying gratitude that way has allowed me to build on gratitude to the point now where so I started the week off this week Finding out that I was gonna to have to pay over a thousand dollars to fix my car, mm-hmm. just after last week, I had made a milestone in get, trying to get out of debt, mm-hmm. and I was sitting there celebrating that, you know how much progress I've made in my debt to the point where, the the first thing that came to my mind when I got that note that news about the car, it was just like, "Hey man, you just keep st- you stay the course, you keep doing it," mm-hmm. and I was so thankful right. that that was a reflex for me because. That hasn't been the case. It's almost like a gratitude muscle. Like, you have to, like, because you've been exercising it, now you can flex it a little bit in those moments, and it helps you stay grateful. Well, and that but ties like, back into being present and knowing that, hey, I'm starting, to, I'm starting to feel discouraged. In fact, gratitude this week has squashed my discouragement. Help you make it to Thursday. Yeah, but it's also a short week. But I think that helps too. That <laughs> sure, when yeah. you, you lose track of days, but and you realize, just the whole idea of being but, like, "Hey, on a Thursday in a normal week, when I'm not thinking on that gratitude or like through that lens, you could be so beaten down and worn down that by you, the time you'd get to a weekend, or at least in my opinion, in my experience, you get to a weekend and like I got no energy because I gave like I was already beating myself up because I was looking through the wrong lens, right? Oh, yeah. And so like, okay, you're on a Thursday, you've got a lot more energy at whatever time on a Thursday than you would on a normal week where you don't necessarily start off with that gratitude. Like, And it's been over time. You've built oh, up I mean, this type of response years, for that. When you do get that $1,000 car bill, you're like, all right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. It's, I'm still not thrilled Definitely, about man, it. I got, I got a $500 um, medical bill. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, like, I mean, it all comes on. Yeah, but, but the reality of it is, for me, the BS of life, all the things we have to deal with, the stuff that can frustrate me, the things that are out of my control. Like I can't help that my radiator went bad in my car. I can't help that other things in my car went bad. But what I can do is I can't, I cannot allow that to dictate my value. Mm-hmm. Thus, not, uh, not allow that to dictate my action, well, which right. is, and gratitude is the, like I said, it's the fuel. It, it keeps me going. It's like, man, I'm just grateful that I'm here right now that I've experienced this, that I've done that. And I know it sounds like, so like, Oh, out there, man. No, but like the real, the real stuff for me is like, I am, have been able to even start to develop compassion for people because I'm grateful for what's going on in my life, who I mm. am, what I'm realizing about my life, what I'm trying to do. Um, and And gratitude is, it is, it's foundational to ownership because for me, that calms the storms. In the midst of everything, I remind myself of the battles won every morning, or almost every morning. I try to remind myself that battles have been won. Never lose sight of that, mm-hmm. because I can't. I can't sit here and fight a battle that's already been won just because my I used an old pathway. Well, right, and I think that's. So we talk about getting stuck in the past, like looking at. it. We talked a little bit about it, but like that's where the looking at the past is actually a good thing. Like if you're, as long as you're walking forward every now and then. Like, looking over your shoulder, you see the milestones you've already come. But it, the problem is, is when you look at that and you're like, or you find these negative events in your past, and then you're like, well, if I would have done this differently. And then you start just like, now you're not moving. Now you're thinking and anchored in the past. But you're talking about looking at that, hey, battles have been won. I made it here. Keep moving forward. The scars remind us that the past hey. is real, man. Papa Road. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. i you know, I'm proud of myself for knowing that. Yeah, but the, the reality is, I well, I mean, choose to actively each morning now. It's not the first thing I do because if that was the first thing I do, I, my mind may get focused on things in the past and and get derailed. Sure, but as a component to what I'm trying to do to start my day, I'm after getting to the point of gratitude and kind of just being thankful for another day. I remind myself, hey man, you you've overcome things. Hmm. People have walked alongside this life with you and you've overcome things you can continue to do that today no matter what comes your way so this morning uh one of the guys he's a rising senior at workouts this morning and he's like um he's like man i just didn't really feel like getting up today like you know i had this baseball game yesterday like i'm sore all this kind of stuff and i was like yeah man sometimes i was like man i can find myself almost like daily waking up being like uh like look at what i gotta do here but i was like man just think if you could start off your day thinking like, "Word up, I'm down for this day. Like, let's go. Yeah. I got. Wow, there's a sun out here. I'm breathing, or hopefully it's sunny. Whatever your favorite weather kind of day Just, is. You're up. You know? you're, yeah. you're up. You're doing and like attacking the day in mm-hmm. that way. I think that would be that would be something that well, like it gives you energy because you're waking like up with in. your first thought being, "Hey." Thank you. I've got a day instead of being like, oh no, five more minutes. Yeah, snooze. Yeah. And, and like, man, I'm the king of snooze. Oh my so, gosh. Like, it's I, not even. I learned about that button in college, had no idea it existed up until then, and then was like, yeah. oh my gosh, Life this changed. is the greatest thing of all yeah. time. I can get 15 more minutes of sleep. I mean, you Even can. if I'm rushing. Yeah. I'm telling myself, like, is bro, like, the reason you're late to work is because you're not getting up when your are alarmed. Oh, more. I know. But see, and that's, that comes with, I mean, it's the a mindset. You're not waking up even with the work that we feel like we've put in and towards building this type of mindset. Right. We're still at the point where we're <laughs> like having mornings. Where we're like, Nope. We're set. We're over here telling you like the way that we're trying to start our day is this. And we're like, I'm personally constantly failing at it. Yeah. And, but because there's been growth. There's been progress, but it's still not, it's definitely not where you want it to be, but right. it should never be. I mean, but you can it, always, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you recognize, well, for us at least, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but just recognizing how much your mornings matter to you. Like yeah. if you start your day off investing in you, your whole day is going to be different. And that can tie back in to gratitude because that needs to be one of the first things you do is like identify things that you're grateful for. Yeah, like it has in to your be. life for me. Like, we've made it in this culture, in this Western culture. It's like November, uh, Thursday in November. We're giving thanks for the people in our life, we're, we're spending a moment to be thankful. And that day in and of itself, and just the whole idea, not its origins, but the whole idea of taking a moment to be thankful for the people that are in your life and around you is amazing. But the fact that we do it on one day is nuts. Like same with mother's day and father's day. If we're not treating the people or being thankful throughout, like, you know, year round, you're, you're losing sight and you're not able to connect in a meaningful way with people, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think for me, sometimes that would almost well, I am being a good son because I, you know, I, I did this on Mother's Day. Sure, and, like, I, took, I got my mom Mother's on Mother's Day gift. Right. but like, how? But, I- like, is that just for show? Did I do that just to man? Do check the boxes? I found off? myself. Do you um, do that? We do. We do. We do do this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I've I've come to understand that if I'm going to attack my hypocrisy and be my biggest advocate in doing that, right i've got to I've got to use gratitude not only as this lens that I'm looking through but almost this paradigm through which I'm operating mm-hmm. of how. Because what, what has happened for me is gratitude has led me to find happiness right here. Well, okay. Yeah. And having happiness right here in this moment where I'm at is something that's brand new to me. Right. Because that's not – I've only had it in like snippets. I've never had it for longer sustainable periods because I would suffer from what I call the greener grass syndrome, right? Like I would – when I get that job, I'll be happy. When I get in that relationship, I'll be happy. When I get this type of money, I'll be happy. And it's like content. my happiness was – had you know conditions and what i've learned is i can choose that happiness and enjoy right now because man i've got so much to be grateful for that's a that's a cool concept conditional happiness yeah i mean it's the same thing with love like you can't love and have conditions you can't you can't have 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 true happiness and have conditions on that happiness so you bring up happiness and it's a book that we constantly talk about because it's like probably probably if if anyone ever asked me like the three books I would recommend to someone else, this would be in the three and it's Solve for Happy, right? We've referenced it a few times, referenced some stories in it. But the whole idea of you can't be grateful if you aren't able to, like you said, solve for your happy in this moment. And that comes down to like, like you were talking about events out of your control, like your car. Like some would say, oh, well, if you just did proper maintenance. No, I mean, you could. Probably. You could, but cars go, cars have things that pop up with issues. Those things are out of your control when they, like, Anyways, I got things you. that are out of your control. If you're allowing those things to dictate how you're going about your like finding your value, then now you're what uh Mogadot would say is your happiness equation is like uh, like unbalanced, unequal, like it doesn't like you're you're yeah. using math wrong and yeah, like an, you know it's unequal. Yeah, whatever. That worked. Um but yeah, I mean the whole idea that if you like if you're not spending the time with yourself to find out what is like, what is, you. Well, you have to define for that for yourself. And yeah, that's because, what I learned too. Because again, and I guess it went along with the conditions. But like, I would only be happy when I felt like I was getting back from others what I wanted to give. Whether I communicated what I wanted to give or not. And that's its own communication. Mm-hmm. And how we interact with other people. And our assumptions. All that stuff can be like its own season probably. Well, not just in, like, true. an episode. That's true. And assumptions, like you were just saying, that's a big... Yeah, and we talked about it in the last you know, last time out about mindset too, but I have been able to not focus on assumptions more because I'm choosing, because I've defined what happiness is for me. Mm-hmm. And and it, I think the reason I couldn't find the happiness before is because my value wasn't secure. My value, my value, as I said before, came from external things so that when it hit the fan, when life just went about and did his thing, my value would change. And there was, there was, that wasn't consistent enough for me to even find happiness. Mm. But because my value is not dictated by the circumstance, I'm able to find happiness in myself because I love myself now for the first time ever. Like, I don't think, I think I love myself in a prideful way, but not in this like, be you way. Yeah, like, yeah. you know yourself, this live that way. Yeah. Yo, crazy side note. Go ahead. You, so remember when I was a kid and I said I was going to be a preacher? When yeah. I got older, and I said, that my, what did I say my first sermon was going to be on? Do you remember? I have remember? No idea, no. All right. I said it was going to be on the, on the verse, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Okay. All right. All yeah. Right, cool. Okay. You know what I had this realization of yesterday? What was that? That could, have, could simply mean how you live your life is how your life is going to go. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. How you, how you execute your life, mm. what you, how you live your life is how your life is going to go. Damn, so ultimately, okay. Right? okay. So ultimately, <laughs> if I, if I personally want things out of life if i know what personally makes me happy in a single day and any moment could be my last moment i owe it to my soul to live and choose that happiness to do the things that bring me joy to do the things that fill my cup so that i can interact with other people in my life I, i tell i tell myself in the morning run your race contribute to the race of others so those are two things that I want to do, but I have to run my race in order to be able to contribute to so, the race of others. And that comes with the two things that you can control. And we talked a little bit about it, with, which would be your attitude and your actions. If you're, and we'll talk more about it in the next episode, I believe, well, too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But I think just the whole idea of, of just ownership in general, right? It's the umbrella. You're, you're taking like control. You're, you're, hey, I'm moving my life this way. This is how I believe, and this is where I'm, I'm trying to go you yeah. know? I mean, it's just, yeah. It, it all circles back to that foundational gratitude. It all circles back to the mindset that you're, you're taking into it. And the fact that if I'm going to take ownership, I have to combat my hypocrisy. And that starts in the mind and it starts with your words. And it starts with you reminding yourself that you do have value, that there are there are good things in your life mm-hmm. and that you, like even, even in the midst of the bad, there's always good. And, and being in a first world country, and we've talked, we kind of touched on some of that before, but like we are so blessed. Even those who may not be blessed in the Western world's eyes, like compared to the rest of the world, like it's just, there's, there's so much, there's so many people in the world there there are always things that we can find gratitude for it could always be worse and i know it's these are all words that are like man i've heard this before it's easier said than done i get all of that and these things are finally like clicking in my life where it's like i can i can operate this way well it's like the whole idea of like okay like oh everybody's already known that well it's like the whole idea of those with ears here right so like if you're actually paying attention and listening like what The wisdom that is abundantly out there in many different avenues, whether it be—I mean—you can get wisdom from from anywhere. That's what I'm saying. Get it from music lyrics. Get it from movies. Even if these are just fictional, it doesn't matter. Like if you listen to like the premise of what a lot of people are saying, like there is there's a ton of wisdom out there. But I mean, we talked about it too. Wisdom is justified by our deeds. So you can't even show that truest form of learning. You know, so yeah. it's like, like you said, it's clicking like I am in the process of showing the truest form of everything that I've learned. So I had this theory of like cups, right? OK, so like let's say every single thing you could ever learn or understand about your life is a cup, all these different cups. OK, and over time in life, somebody says something to you and kind of like, oh, that kind of connected with my soul. It's like, all right, so you get a little drop in that cup, you get a little drop in that cup over time, over time, throughout your life, or whatever eventually that last drop that tips that cup over and it pours out and you start I get it. I get it. Sure. I heard this thing a million times, but I finally get it. Mm -hmm. I'm finding a lot more of those moments now where the cups are tipping over. And maybe it's just because at this point at 30, I'm looking at my life where I've got, I've got to live life how I want to live or otherwise I'm going to be miserable. Well, sure. I mean, so it's like the first 18 years of your life, like you were kind of forming up stuff based on how you were raised and where you're at. And then over this next 12, you started to learn just different aspects. And so now it's like, oh, uh, like it, it's resonating more. It's like you said, tipping the cup because like you've got a lot of experience and we've got a lot of experience with it. And, we, and we're choosing to reflect. And I think that's that's key, that we have given ourselves the space to reflect on the past and given ourselves the space to sit with our thoughts and find out what it is that we want out of our lives. What is, what is it that we wanna do? How is it that we're gonna conduct ourselves, not only our, conduct ourselves with ourselves, but also with others? And, and what really matters to us? What matters in any given day? What do I wanna do? Nothing. And then it's, then it's that next step of just doing it. We've allowed too many things to get in the way and distract us. Like, life provides a lot of opportunities for distractions. And then, through those distractions, we end up making more excuses um some like at least my life story has been like that. I end up getting more distracted, not staying focused on something um and then the excuses like really just there I lie my way out of you it you can lie your way out of it and like you can basically Validate anything you're trying. To I, say. I I think any human being can validate it's for like, them. They can well, convince that themselves this, that this, this is that. why I did that. exactly. Um, it's like well, I stayed up that much later, that's why I slept in, and yeah, I mean, I convince, I validate myself. What I'm trying to do now, instead of continuing to just validate what I'm doing, I'm trying to evaluate what I'm doing, mm. so that hey, if this, I'm trying to literally get to the point where hey, this is not this way I'm responding, or this this action or this habit that I continue to do is not. It's not taking me where I want to go. It's actually being a deterrent. So it's time to cut that thing off. Be productive instead of destructive. Yeah. All of it. All the... oh so catchy. Ooh. That was... Did you mean to rhyme? Yeah, I did that on purpose. Okay. okay. Well... Yeah. But I mean, the whole idea of like, yeah, you're realizing... Well, and now being being 30, not having... Because that just makes us super wise. It, yeah. The, the wisest of wise. No, but just... Okay. I, I just know I don't know where other. <laughs> right. But where other people are in their lives. Right. We are still basically solely responsible for just us mm-hmm. individually. Like we don't have any kids. Right. Um, we don't have any significant others at this point. Right. right. So it's a rarefied. I don't want to say rarefied air, but maybe in the south it kind of is because people. I mean, it's not. We're not. It's not the norm. Normally, it's Most not of norm, our friends are. Right. So married, you know, married and married, like which is great to have because kids, like that's, that's absolutely awesome. something that we want us to find things, people, someone in our life that we could spend either way. But with everything that you've learned, you kind of, you kind of realize how much time you have, like other people's obligations are more than what we have. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why you were talking about cups tipping over. That's why things are starting to like click more. Now things are starting to realize like for sure and <laughs> shit can change real quick and it will. Yeah. So and I'm like, just I'm be, just like, that's why I build those be pillars be as, in my life. Exactly. I build those monuments to remind myself, mm-hmm. hey, this is where you've come from. This is the path that you've gone. And you look back and you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I've made it this far." That's and kidding. I have not made it alone and I and I can't even stress enough and I won't even go off on that tangent about how important it is to have people around you uh who believe in you and believe in what you're trying to do to to keep you going. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to walk this journey this, and this journey is the rest of my life. If I'm going to take personal ownership, it's, it's till the day that I die, I've got to stay active in combating my hypocrisy. I have to be intentional with doing that. And then in every order- Every day. <laughs> exactly. Is that Nacho Libre? That is Nacho. All right. The, but I've got to be consistent with it every day with attacking my hypocrisy. I start doing that by changing the lenses, mm-hmm. by gaining perspective, by by- Getting my mindset in a growth way, you know, setting my focus in the right spots, and then the biggest thing that I've learned to this point is that I need gratitude as a foundational component to how I'm going to operate internally and externally. Gratitude is going to fill or reset my mind and remind me of where I'm trying to go, so that in- instead of my vision going off and off on the tangent, it's going to go off a little bit and then come right back on. I'm going to stay focused on where I'm going to go, and that's that's the reality of the entire thing. And we we say this every time, but you, to take personal ownership of your life, it's a day in and day out type of thing. Right. It just takes time. It does. It's never going to be a straight line. Oh man, it's always, always crooked. Always crooked.